sure on some smooth sounds. What's up, everybody? This is Thursday, so that means you are here with Ergo Radio. I am Dane. I am Daniel. Thank you so much for tuning in. How you feeling, Damon? I'm decent, man. I'm decent, man. Just taking it one day at a time in this crazy world we live in. Uh, let's let's go up top with some announcements. First and foremost, shout out to the Lighthouse Grill on 53rd, oh, our yeah. first sponsor. Yeah. We get uh we get some meals after this. We gonna always treat our guests to the Lighthouse. So everybody rock with the people. Some black owned business over there in High Park. 53rd and like right around Woodlawn, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right across the street from that big big building they building. So I, I'm bad with numbers, but. Next to, the, next to the record store, Lighthouse Grill. Everybody go rock with it. Also, the homie Rick Wilson is doing his first show at Reggie's tonight. I believe tickets are $7. Go rock with that. Yeah, that should be a good show. Uh, anything else? Any actions? Anything I don't like that? know nothing else about community events. Uh, if you're doing something, tweet it. Yeah, hit us on Twitter. We'd be happy to, we'd happy to share that, you know. And uh, the circles will grow. We're, we're, we're big on Twitter. You know? We are big on Twitter. What we got? 183 followers and hey, counting, man, I think. That's more than We're 100. large in this one. Well, we got about 25 of them joints on Instagram. We on the move. But <laughs> as y'all know, it's not just us. Whenever we are here at Ergo Radio, we always have a special guest. And today, we have a very special guest, the homie, representing them people. We got the mind in yeah, the yeah, building. Yeah, yeah, What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good with you, man? How are you feeling like today or the last seven days? Either today specifically or like your last uh-uh. week. How are you doing? I'm chilling, man. I'm I'm tired. Like for the first time in my life, I'm tired, uh, which is very very weird. For the first time in your life, you're for the tired? first time in my you life, all, I'm tired. you always have energy. I've I've always had an abundance of energy somewhere. Like I wake up early and try to do things like that. Yeah, you were telling me that that like perplexes me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's it's weird. People I, who like just wake up in the morning, like I don't I don't, <laughs> I don't know I don't know where that happened. I think it happened from my homie Mike Michael Anthony. Um, from them people, he's one of those people who like goes to sleep early but wakes up really really early like I'm talking about like 4am and like starts his day like wow. his complete day like you know what I'm saying he has to watch the sunrise he's like, dressed at 5 exactly right? you're like what are you doing bro like you know what I'm saying writing songs like it's ridiculous unlike Damon who hasn't seen 9am since uh, 2006 I, I hate <laughs> 9am like for like if I actually have to like if I have to see the 7 o'clock hour I think that is like beef with the world evil like yeah, I think it's yeah, something yeah, inherently yeah, wrong with 7 yeah. o'clock um, so do you think as someone who like can't do it, but has envy of those mm. who can like wake up, or do you feel like that has made you more productive? Does it? Does it? No, I won't say no, that. not no, at all. No. You I, just up. I, I spend more. I spend more time in my day BSing it. Like you know what I'm saying. I got. I have more time to BS. I think that's the reason why you do it. Like you know what I'm saying. The true that my, my homie Mike always says this. The true essence of laziness is the true definition of laziness is not a person who's like lazy all day. It's a person who spends. A lot of time working, but like you have more time to be lazy. Like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So like if I wake up early, I have all this time to to BS yeah. around, like do all this other dumb stuff, and then I'll then finally I can start working. Like you know. Yeah, man, I, I don't have enough time for for BS sometimes. <laughs> I, feel, I get what you're saying. I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna wake exactly. up and get, just, get, get on just dirt. Just give yourself a couple extra hours, man. I'm, just, I'm gonna start trolling people on Twitter. Exactly. At, at 8:30. <laughs> that, that's that's like, what, what I think. I wasn't even up. That's what happens when I wake up early. Is I just have refreshed my Twitter a lot more times that mm-hmm. day than I do typically. Yeah. And that uh that like 7:45 a.m. Twitter is a really sad Twitter. It is. It's a, it's a very depressing Twitter. I mean, mm. I've recently gained a couple followers from overseas, so those oh. those individuals are up. They're teed up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're up. So I'm like, oh, it's like midday. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm still moving. So so let's get right into that. Um, sure. you know, you, you we we can get more into backstory as the hour goes on. Sure. Uh, but you know, you are a them people representative. Yes, sir. But as of the last year or so, you've been like. A world. Actually, I'm gonna take a step back because, like, okay. you the homie, right? So every time I see we, <laughs> y'all, whenever I see uh, the mine, yeah. we have this little joke of like, 
you know, because you're a talented dude, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, are you famous yet? Right. It's like <laughs> it's like every six weeks you were like a couple steps closer I'm just trying to, to, to being famous. So, be. so we almost there. But the last year or so, you've been like over the over the world yeah. traveling with, 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 with Mick Jenkins and, yeah. and, and the water click. Exactly. <laughs> the water tribe. Uh, yeah. It, um, it started it started at the beginning of this year, um, which is the most ridiculous thing ever, because the beginning of this year for me was crazy like it was just a bunch of crazy stuff happened some a bunch of dumb stuff happened and then all of a sudden i was just like thinking like oh man this is gonna be this isn't gonna work out and then you, you don't have to get into it but if you want like what what went down that got hectic uh i was i was man i was in a cover band like you know what i'm saying uh, yeah how'd i miss that uh, exactly. this year, 2015 no 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 not at all <laughs> it ended january 4th First, like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> New but, Year's resolution but, was yeah, to do original nah, songs. But 2014, nah. you was in a cover band. Yes, 2014, 20, 2013. You did not promote this 2012. Vision. What? No, <laughs> nobody I, does. And that's and that's the thing. Like, some what were you know, covering? Uh, top 40 hits. Man. Never. Yes, I was doing. I was rapping Kendrick, singing Miguel. Uh, like, yeah, it was it was crazy. That's interesting. Yeah, and that how was my the, day job. How were the checks? They were good. Yeah, were where good. were you doing this covering? Uh, it, the, the see this this is the weird part. The you are an undercover cover, cover artist, artist. <laughs> undercover cover artist. You know what I'm saying? I swear to God, you never crazy. said nothing about that. Never, never mentioned <laughs> it to anybody. But it was so crazy because literally, like that's how I made my money. Like you know what I'm saying? That's how I actually got. And then the, the funny story about it is I quit uh, January first. Uh, 2014, same thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I ended up having to go back because I was working like a nine to five real uh, yeah. uh, retail job at Trunk Club. Then I was working at Zara. I mean, I was working at Zara, then working at Trunk Club and doing all these other stuff. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore, man. So I went back to like, I was like, I would rather do some type of music. You know what I'm saying? To fun. Even my if it's life. the most we got like, canned it was, music. Yeah. It, was, it was the worst. What was man. this for like corporate events? Uh, it was, yeah, it was corporate events, weddings, uh, birthday parties, bar mitzvahs. Uh, and people want to. Nah, nah, it was. It was it was yeah, little man. bars in the middle, not tour. We were touring cover band. So it wasn't just in Chicago. It was oh. all over the Midwest. You know what I'm Whoa. saying? So from St. Louis to Ohio, we went to Ohio like literally, I'm talking about like every week. That's like crazy. every week I was in Ohio. I mean, I, I think it's it's, it's kind of easy to make light of it, but like low key, that probably gets your chops up for real. Like it having, was. It, having to hit those industry. I was you know? doing three hour shows. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now from going from a three hour show into to to the European tour where I was doing a, a, a 30 minute set and compared to the American tour where, we, where I was doing a 15 minute set to mix set, which is only 60, 60 minutes. And you're only doing a couple of those tracks You, you anyway. see what I'm saying? Like, no, I literally do. I'm in, oh, yeah, you, I'm in the you, entire thing now. But like, you know, so, so uh, yeah, so like doing a three hour set compared to that, yeah, bro, I, my, stamina, my stamina was all the way up. Like, What was the... Uh... What was the most fun thing about those shows and what was like the absolute worst part that you're like the thing that pushed you to be like, I can't do this anymore? The cover band? Yeah. Um, I would say number one, like it got it got too close to home. Like, you know what I'm saying? After a while, like it was like the, the first year I started doing, I think I I I was like uh I was a nobody, so it was cool. But then afterwards, like, you know, the manager of the band was like, Oh, this new chance record just dropped. And I was like, Can't do it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I know that guy. Not doing it. Not doing that record. Wow. Oh, wow. He yeah. wanted you. Oh. It got too close to home. Yeah, like, you know what I'm real. saying? Like, my friends were records that they were like, you know, <laughs> saying like, oh, yeah, this is this is a record that we should do now. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that's, that. Like, I, I can't. I can't. And I think that's the absolute worst moment. And that was the moment. So, he's like, can you do that ad lib? The, ah! Yeah. And I'm like, no, bro. Like, so, it's not going to happen. I can, but I won't. I feel you, like, the desire to move on in your life from this. So yeah. we're going to also move on to the conversation. Yes, for sure. But, but I got one last question. Like, like, cr creatively, how did that, like, affect 
your work, your writing, right? Because like mm-hmm. if you if you were like mastering Miguel songs or just mm-hmm. pop hits, right? Mm-hmm. And like that in some way you you're internalizing those. So like you could either use some of those skills right. to like help make things more digestible yeah. or like push away from it and like, all right, I'm about to go off the it, road because I've been doing this bullshit. It's weird because you, you, you never <laughs> the the weird part about it is you never know how many uh how much of the lyrics of a song you know until someone tells you to sing that song. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden you realize like I don't know the lyrics. <laughs> I don't know word for word every song that comes on. Right. Like that I say that is my favorite. You know? So I, I started learning a little bit more about song structure and you you're playing with all of these different things. And I started learning a little bit more about like uh writing styles and realizing like, oh snaps, like I can change this up a little bit more. I can incorporate some of these uh these styles into my own, which then made me uh I can I, I added this pop element to my music, you know what I'm saying, um, and not like cheesy pop, but like the pop element of like, oh, I hear how things this... can be popular. Exactly, exactly, like a popular style, like you know what I'm saying. So, uh, yeah, that 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 that's what I I took into it, and then it made it it made me a better all around artist. I feel like. So we haven't actually even really like introduced what you do. Okay, um, cool. So rather than us doing it, uh, how would you describe the music you make? And I don't mean genre wise, but like, how do you think about how it sounds? And what do you? Yeah. That's a terrible question. They no. would get better from that. <laughs> no, no. Uh, you may have done this before, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I've never... I, I can't categorize it. Um, I can't categorize it. Uh, uh, I, I like to call myself an, uh, a lyrical exhibitionist. Whatever. Whoa, all right, all right. You know what I'm saying? That's what, raw. Like what, that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> whatever form or format um, that I feel like expressing myself in or uh, that form of expression comes out, that's what I do. Um, and that's the only way that I can do it i can't say like oh i'm a rapper or i'm a singer yeah. or i'm this that and third no nah, i can't do that yeah, definitely so. and, and like seeing you grow because like you didn't always used to hit the melodies no you used to it. like no. i've been around you like <laughs> hell i no. can't do this <laughs> exactly give no. me a few months yeah exactly get my voice exactly that's, that's exactly dope. get the chops um, up I, so i think um as as he was like breaking you know for for a lot of people who just like aren't like locally connected to to the you know the art scene here, right. your, your introduction to the world for a lot of people was mixed projects. Yes, uh, and, and so talk a little bit uh, about that relationship, how that became, because like you kind of became like his go to guy. Yeah, uh, yeah, and like really helped round out that sound and like have been a necessity for him yeah. on the road. For, for uh, yeah, uh, I think it uh, it originally happened. Um, I think one of the first records that we worked on um, prior to the waters even dropping was this record called The Moon. Uh, with Via, uh, Via Rosa and um, and Sh- uh, Sean Doe from them people, and uh, that was one of the first records we worked on. So right after that, uh, I think we were working on a, the the intro record, Shipwrecked, uh, and um, I I was walking around Our Love. You've been to Our Love before, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's probably 18th Street yeah, Lost. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that was that was that was the pad, man. And like, so we had so much fun in there. So I literally was just walking around singing some melodies, and Mick heard me, and he was like, "Yo, throw that on here." And I was like, all right, I got you. So I did that. And um, that was the first record that we did um, where he just let me breathe and do my thing. And then afterwards, I got an email from him and it was for dehydration. But it wasn't, it was, he was like, yo, it's, it said DJ DJ Dahi featuring you. And I was like, who the hell is you? I never, I never heard of you, man. But I was listening to the, got the fire Exactly. Here. I was like, yo, you crazy, dog. Like, so I'm listening to it. And, um, and as I was listening to the record, uh, it was just a first verse on there. So then I like reread the email because I'm a little dyslexic. And I was like, oh, me. Me, exactly. I was like, oh, so you want me to get on this record? So instantly I sent it back. And um, 
And because it was Dahi, it was a Dahi beat, I just named it Dehydration. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't on purpose or anything like oh, that. Wow. And yeah, because it was Dahi. So I was like, Dehydration, that's that's cool. Like, so I just sent that back. And he was like, oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I was oh, like, oh, oh snacks. And he like he banged with it. And then after that, I think, um, like I said in the beginning of this year, I got a phone call. Um, and I wanted to go on the tour with him, sobbing No Name last year, like really bad. Like yeah. I'm talking about, yeah, I was like popping, bro. Bad I was, poppin'. I was telling my dad, I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna be on tour with Mick <laughs> and Saba and No Name. It's gonna be crazy." <laughs> Instantly got the phone call, like, "Yo, we can't do it." I was like, "We don't got enough space." Not yeah, that enough tour money. was really tight. Like, yeah, like No dope. Name. Uh, the, yeah, just the numbers weren't big in terms of like who got to roll. Nah, yeah. and I was just, I was upset because that's the, that's what I wanted to be on. And then this year came about, and he was like, "Yo." uh, you want to roll to South by with me? And I was like, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely do that. And we went down to South by, did some shows. Um, then after that, uh, he hit me up and he was like, yo, you want to um, go to on this uh, world domination tour with Joey Badass? And I was like, <laughs> yes. yeah, okay. <laughs> You're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, yes, but at that point, um, we needed to perfect what we were doing because at that point I, I I wasn't rolling with anything. I felt like I was just a background singer and I didn't want to just be a background singer. Right. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to promote myself as an artist as well as like add something to the set that he had. And everybody had instruments, you know, Slime, DJ Slime, who was a mixed DJ and Shout Noah. Out. Yeah, Noah, who's a mixed drummer. Uh, they all had instruments and I didn't have an instrument. So I went out and I bought a TC Helicon and I like sat with that and mm -hmm. that became my baby. And I like, you know, Created a choir behind Mick, like you know what I'm saying. So for those who don't know, what, what, what's the, what's the TC? A TC like, Helicon uh, is like a yeah yeah. A TC Helicon is like a. Um, it's the joint. I know. I I, I figured out. Yeah when you yeah. Said it, but I've never heard the name. It's a vocal processor. It's right. a vocal processor, and, and there's several series of it um, of, of uh, the TC Helicon. But uh, the first person that I saw using it was James Blake, um, and mm. then uh, uh, I, I heard stories of a bunch of people, of Vic and a bunch of other artists. Vic Mensa and a bunch of other other artists telling people to go out and get the TC Helicon. Like, yo, this would improve your live show. You know what I'm saying? But after I saw James Blake with it and saw a bunch of other people, it could do vocal looper. It's a looper pedal. It's a bunch of things. Like, mm -hmm. and um, I the my 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 best friend uh, L Boog uh, from them people. He's he's like a master. Yeah. Like, you know what he's I'm saying? Yeah. And genius. so I wanted to. to <laughs> I needed to have. Him on the road with me, so I've created the the box. Like I'm, the box for me is bug. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's my bug box. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I could, I literally could take him anywhere, and all of the effects and all of the stuff that we use in studio, I created on the TC Helicon, and now I could just move and do whatever I want. That's super dope. Uh, we're yeah. gonna take a break and get into the music for sure. Uh, we're gonna drop the, a joint with you and make that that you just mentioned. And I'm glad, Kiss, you picked this out because this is actually um, my favorite joint off the waters for sure. Um, and I, I know you talked about dehydration. I know that got a lot of attention, but yeah. I think shipwreck for is, sure. is super cold. For so sure. this is 88.5 WHBK. You are here with Ergo Radio. We got the mind in the house, and this is shipwreck. I know 
91st and Langley, we was six deep. Stepping up the stairs, black Buick with a slick creep. Moving down the block, we had froze. Felt the tension in my toes, man, who is that? I don't know. Driving slow, man, he probably throws. See, we was thrown off, it was New Year's Eve. I still remember when my baby lungs blew them trees. I still felt like a saint when I drew that breeze. On no corners was I hanging, never banging, but I knew them G's. It's been tragic since Boy Meets World. It's been savage, but the goal was never really the beef. It's been cabbage we kill for it when we die we can't have it but we can't kill that habit holding on to this boat Snow till we ship right i dancing before the dawn i watch my niggas die pray good up they said the waves will wash our sin that we were black because our skin i know we gazed upon the promise i'm not Thought a niggas drown, but I'm staring at the sky like why panic? Don't you know who I pray to? We've been looking like prey. I just caught the shit at the prelude piece. I've been keeping it, stepping to the wolves forever. A black sheep to the herd. How you not heard about this nigga? You think you feeling the flow of somewhere in the ceiling? I'm not high. Trust off the green and nigga get it like Popeye. I've been trying to give him what's good, but don't call it food for star shit. Tastes like a hot fry. Shit had a nigga so thirsty, I couldn't see straight. It was like I was cockeyed. Fam, tell him what you seen on the south side. Tell him, tell him where you been, nigga. Tell him where you going. Cold park whenever I was outside. Uh, somebody shoot, nigga. Even when it's snowing in the cold, you can see the people thirsty. Well, I got a little water right here. You hurt. All you gotta do is take a sip. And I don't want your souls, and I do not want your gold. I just do it for the free, my nigga. Don't trip. Don't trip. Do it for the free, my nigga. Don't trip. Don't trip, I do it for the free, my nigga, don't trip. What up, y'all? That was the fire shipwreck. Um, yeah. Mick Jenkins featuring the homie The Mind. We have The yeah, Mind yeah. here today. Uh-huh. Um, and not only is that my uh, favorite track off the riders, it's also the opening track, which means yeah. uh, your voice was the first one that people hear. Yeah. Um, and so we were talking while, while we were playing the song about how that like also translated to the to the live show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, the, the, the tour would start off early on um, when I, you know, most of the songs off the waters here had been performing. 
uh, in the previous tour. Yeah, right, so right. he didn't want to give people the same exact show. Um, but it, the difference was I was on the tour now. Right. So like playing Shipwreck was had a whole different feel now. Exactly. I think the first time that I had done, um, I, I had never done Shipwreck with Mick before, to be completely honest with you. Uh, I think the yeah. first time we did it was on tour. On tour. Yeah, you probably yeah. might have did Dehydration a couple I did times Dehydration locally. a bunch because that was a bigger record. Yeah. You know, that was a record that it, we had a visual for. It was everything. So, so I, I I think we should uh, get this out the way early because I, I think it's inevitable. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you're so dynamic on the record and people love, like, comparing yeah. sounds, right? Yeah. So I, 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 I've never even heard you talk about it, but I know you get it all the time because people t say it to me. I see it on Twitter. Yeah, like, yeah. The Frank Ocean thing. It's right? crazy. It's uh, crazy. So, so the way, I think the, 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 the way lyrically you mm. express yourself, yeah. I, I definitely see the, the similarities and there are some tones that y'all both hit. Yeah. Uh, but, but for me, like, digesting the water, because, like, it was one of the projects last year that I was actually, like, listening to on repeat the way, you, yeah. the way you listen to like you know major exactly. label type projects yeah, yeah. And, and for me where where i saw a similarity that is now more crystallized having this conversation is that on on watch the throne mm -hmm. frank yeah. opened that album was, was for well sure with no church yeah. in a while yeah. Yeah. and there's a very similar feel yeah. between the two tracks Most definitely. Uh, so how, how does that feel for you to be getting that like every day i mean I talk about this all the time. I can't be mad at that. That's, right. that's Frank Ocean. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's Frank Ocean. I, I talk about this before. The One of the records that I continuously, or in my friends or my peers, we all still listen to Channel Orange. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a timeless record. Like, that's yeah. one of the few timeless records that we've gotten in a decade. And yeah. so. Last week, we did like a little under 3,000 appreciation moment. I think we should do one for Frank right now. <laughs> for sure. So, Channel Orange is amazing in and of itself, but I keep going back to Nostalgia Ultra. Yes. Like, that's the one for me. Even yeah. more, like, Ch Channel Orange is amazing, but um, the the writing on Nostalgia Ultra mm -hmm. is amazing. Yeah. Uh, there will be tears if yeah. you're listening and you don't remember that song exactly. Go back to yeah. that. Uh, incredible, sad, just amazing, yeah. amazing, amazing yeah. song. Um, and maybe, you know, I think the the only piece of the comparison that you don't want is people just bugging you about releasing your album all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's that, the piece which, that which is now coming also, too. Also now, also like, you know what I'm saying? Like, where's your project? And I'm like, yo. <laughs> so when, whenever, is, is there, was there ever a moment, especially like before all this, this stuff started coming out, uh, where you were hitting some of these tones and some of these moments where you like noticed a similarity? Because I've heard you in the studio be like, I'm going to do the... Like using technique, yeah, yeah, yeah. has it ever been like not intentional, but like you recognize, like, uh, hey, that kind of sound like something. yeah. I, I mean, it was sometimes, <laughs> but like I think me and Frank have uh, similar um, first uh, name basis. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> me and Mister Ocean, have, <laughs> we have we have similar influences. I I, I definitely know that some of his influences are Andre Three Thousand, um, uh, uh, David Bowie, uh, um, uh, Stevie Wonder. And I think a lot of it is the Stevie. The Stevie thing is huge. The Stevie for both is of big, honestly, yeah. yeah. Like so, I'm I'm a I'm a huge Stevie fan. You know what I'm saying? Um, so like once I think if you hit a Stevie in this day and age with this tone, it's instantly Frank. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? It's just like oh you you're hitting Frank. Like I'm like no, <laughs> that's bro, crazy. How that, how that happens? It's so crazy. Exactly. Yeah, so how, that's like, just the generation. If if I was you know what thirty years. Younger or not? Not thirty years younger, but yeah. Oh, yeah if I was yeah, alive thirty years, I yeah. was about to say it would be a terrible interview. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. If I was alive thirty years ago, like yeah, I, the comparison would have been Stevie Wonder. You know what I'm saying? So I just think that's that's what it is. And right I now. think I think like even this conversation we're having is crazy because like I, we still want to get back to like your absolute genesis even before music. Yeah. Uh, but but from my understanding, like you did not 
come up like thinking like, oh, I'm about to be being compared to Steve, like singing, that, like you were a rapper, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. yeah I, I, what? I, I mean, still, I don't consider myself a singer, which is the most ridiculous thing ever. John Doe I, always says you the, you the fakest singer yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am. I'm a fake singer, man. Like, this, this is ridiculous. I, it's a hoax. It's like, no. Uh, it's it's low-key funny once you know that. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a singer. Uh, I think like... um. This 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 is this is this is something it's crazy because it's something I dreamed about and I was talking about I was talking to my ex-girlfriend about this and I was telling her and she was like, yo, it's so funny that you sing now because like you used to sing all the time and like not take it seriously yeah. and like be joking around and like I knew you wanted to People used to actually ask me, like, yo, are you are you an R and B singer? Like that was the first thing. <laughs> I never I never got rapper. I never like anywhere I would go, even if I was out and I was I, I was Yeah, low key you, you pull off a RB Steve. It was crazy. <laughs> I was like, man, I can never get the singer. I, I can never get the rapper tag. I was <laughs> Getting always asked that question is like a really good like I can perfectly understand if someone keeps coming up to you and saying like, "Are you an R and B singer?" I'd be like, "No, there's no way I'm ever gonna be an R and B." You know what I'm saying? Like it's just like, no, nah, I'm chilling, bro. I'm not an R and B singer. <laughs> no, like you got me. And to the point, I think that's the reluctancy like that that comes in now, where I'm just like, I'm not a singer, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, can't, even, you can't do that. To even me. still, I sing. I sing every night. Like you know what I'm saying? But I'm just like, nah, I'm not a singer, bro. Like so, I wanna before we before we take it all the way back and you know get into the genesis. I wanna just go back on the road. For one second. Yeah, um, yeah, we got a lot to cover there. I mean, so, first of all, just in all the different ways that touring is crazy. Touring yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Um, What were the parts for you that, like, surprised you how much you loved? Man, um... Damn, dope question. Uh, I think... I told you they would get better as yeah. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think the best part was... Uh, it, you create a family on the road because you know after a while like these are the people that you see every single it's day. Like, it's like a sports team. Exactly, yeah. e exactly. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. Like how people say you live by, like yeah. that's man. Well, I remember from the AAU days we used to share vans, share vans the whole. That's day. it. That's that, I mean. So after a while, like you know what I'm saying. The only people that you're having conversations with, especially like when you're like overseas and you can't use your phone, mm. like the only people you could talk to. Is your brother like, especially you know when people are not speaking English? Exactly, right? exactly. So it was it was just this crazy, you know, uh, weird position that we like. All of those guys now are my brothers. Like they can call me anytime. Like you know what I'm saying. And I think like before that we were all cool, but like after this year of touring, like yeah, like that's family. Like you know what I'm saying. And that, that was surprising. I didn't I didn't expect to become. I'm 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 a very uh, internal person. Like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, all of my all of my feelings and stuff like that. If, if you don't really know me, you don't know me. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, all of these emotions and all of these feelings and stuff like that, if you're on the road and you don't got nobody to share it with, you just, you bottle them up or you got to let it out. And you can't bottle them up, especially being For on the road. Yeah, <laughs> can't happen, bro. Especially happen. when you're tired and, exactly. like, you know, that you, you exactly. get kind of drawn. And you're putting all this creative energy out in the world, yep. which is exhausting yep. and fulfilling and all that kind yeah. of thing. And y'all need each other exactly. to have a good show. Exactly. So something, your, your brother might be going through something and you might not realize, like, they might not realize that they're going through something, but you realize it because something's off. Something's off on stage. Something's off now. So you can ask them, like, yo, what's going on, bro? You good? conversation starts Bang. you know what I'm saying Bang! like we get it out of the way we move on like you know what I'm saying or if you have a really good show it's a transfer of energy that's like 
unreal. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is something that I dreamed about since I was a little kid. You know what I'm saying? So to be able to live these moments, I was on my first European tour. Like, that's still so surreal to me. <laughs> like, saying that out loud yeah. is like crazy. Like, yeah. I be whispering it every time. Yeah. <laughs> first European tour. Like, you know what I'm saying? First like, that's still, too. yeah, it's and, so and, real. And, and, I, I, I was privileged and fortunate to like spend a week out of the country. And yeah. so like, just outside of the music, um, cause for me it, it was like just an eye opening experience, yes. and I didn't even really like do nothing. Like yes. it wasn't like I was sightseeing or anything like yes. that. Just being somewhere else in yeah. a different culture yeah. was so eye opening for like me and my culture, like yeah. you know where yeah. I come from. So like, just speak about the the experience of like seeing the world. Man, it was, I never. I'm, I'm from I'm from Philadelphia originally. Right, you know what I'm right. saying? Um, and I grew up in North Philly, and I moved, and I still have sisters who have never been on planes. You know what I'm saying? So I never imagined going overseas, let alone, like, you know what I'm saying, travel. Like, I have more stamps on my passport right, than, right, like, the right. majority of my friends now. <laughs> and it was just this year alone, like, you know what I'm saying? And I had people that I thought were, like, well-traveled and stuff. I'm like, whoa, this is different. But, um, yeah, I, it, it's a culture shock. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you start to realize, like, you know, number one, how jacked up America is. Number yeah. two, <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Number two, uh, how jacked up the world is. Yeah. And then after that, you you realize how small this place is. Like we're 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 on the floating dot in the middle of the universe. You know what I'm saying? And we can't get along. And it's the craziest thing in world in, in life. You know, so because we I, all we got, like we all we got. Like that, everybody is family. Like you know what I'm saying? Everybody is your brother. Everybody is your sister. And, you, and it's so hard that it's it's weird. It's it's just so weird. Like you know what I'm saying? So as performers, and I think especially like as rappers, and especially as Black American rappers, yeah. like. You hear stories about weirdness of people going overseas and then also like the, you know, the way that European uh, hip hop fans ride really, really hard for folks for sure. that they like. Uh, did it like did, did the love feel different and were there moments of weirdness around that? Yes, it definitely felt differently, uh, especially for me. I can't I can't speak directly from Mick because there were Mick fans like they yeah. knew every word right. but couldn't speak a lick of English like which you know what I'm saying which is crazy which is ridiculous yeah. like you when you have a conversation with somebody and they can't speak English to you but they, but they can rap that. every one of your lyrics that's crazy so for me I was I was performing all new music I was literally performing my new project and um they responded it was it was so much love like it was just like I I got up there I think the first place that we performed at was Leeds um in London and I I didn't expect for them to uh, receive me the way that they did. You know what I'm saying? It was this transfer of energy, and I was so nervous. Like I'm more nervous than I've ever been at any show because they. It was this. It was a language barrier, right. so I couldn't even speak to them. Like, yo, yeah. what's good? They like, yeah, yeah. yeah, you can't even warm up bro, the crowd. Yeah, exactly. And they speak English. Like, exactly. That's the crazy. Exactly. Thing. So yeah. like, but but slang is different. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything. So so it was a bunch of things that made me feel like, oh man, like I'm I'm. I'm isolated over to this corner, which then made me go on my shell a little bit. But like, as soon as I started performing, which is a completely different thing because you have to take on a whole different character. As soon as I started performing, it all I let it go. And as soon as I let it go, they let it go. And we were just one in there and we were just chilling. Like, and everybody was getting it. So That's it love. was love. You uh, you opened up Pandora's box. You said you was over there performing your new project. Yeah. So, yeah. so like... We we don't want to miss the ocean, you. Nah, <laughs> but like, let's talk about it. You, yeah, yeah. Do you have do you have structure? Do you have like a concept? Do you have oh, it's it's a timeline. It's, do you have it's the features? Project. What 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 are you willing to talk to re, about? To talk do you have about. MP3s that you will in, give us in, <laughs> in terms of the project, and then talk about a little bit more. Um, the the, the name. <laughs> well, I can I can give you the name of the project is Summer Camp. Um, Summer Camp. Yeah, right. and um, uh, it's just. 
it's a it's a concept project and it's uh, specifically based around this summer more more than I wanted it to be. Um, uh, most of these songs I wrote before I left on the road, but like all of these experiences came to me while I was on the road. The arguments, the the conversations, the the uh, the um, conversations with women, like all of these things, like they all happened while I was on the road. So it was like almost like a um, a premonition that I had prior to going on the road. So and so I created this this adventure. Um, in, in which I like to I like escape projects I like to escape with music I think that the world is so jacked up that I want to escape from it sometimes you know what I'm saying only to bring it back with a better outlook um, so that's what I created the summer camp for and it's literally a, a trip it's a it's a ride so yeah mm. very cool uh, why don't we hear one of the song before we continue the conversation this is a uh, one that you did with Stefan Ponce, and I really like that track. We got to figure out a way to get him up here sometime soon. Steph. Yeah. My good boy, people. my brother. And this song is uh, Lost in Translation. I haven't heard this. I'm it's halfway uh, around the world trying to find myself. This is so crazy. I wrote this before I left. This is ridiculous. <laughs> it's a good record. Let's uh, let's hear it, and then we'll talk a little bit about it. You're listening to Ergo Here with the Mind, WHBK, ergoradio.com.
that was fire, G. Thanks, bro. Man, Thank that's you. love. So, so shots to seven punch. Yeah, man. you said y'all been working a lot lately. Yes, man, that's my brother, man. We uh, we literally have a gang of records together. Like uh, his new album is amazing. It's one of the best things that I've heard. So, yeah, yeah. No, every song that I hear from him, it's like, oh, this should just be playing. Like around, like it just sounds ready to be played around yes. the world. Yes, like, yeah, yeah. He 100%. makes world music. Like, yeah. Yeah. He makes world music. In, in, in his words, he makes hits. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> he Ooh, knows how to crazy. make hits. No, for real though, because yeah. it's like the perfect example also like what you were talking about, like redefining or a different definition of what popular music is. Because exactly. that is definitely like pop music that bangs and is yeah. great and like makes you dance and like yeah. makes you move yeah. and gives room for like, I think often like vocalists get overshadowed in pop songs. Yes. And you lose their personality yes. and their their kind of point of view. Yes. But like on that, he created this world that just kind of showcased your voice. Most definitely. Yeah. 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 It was how, that, that how was eloquent, crazy. Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> you oh always God. sound surprised. No, when I say no, that. I'm just proud. That's all you're like my my, my child. Clapped. That's Thanks, like Dad. <laughs> you're so mature. Um appreciate you. <laughs> but let's go, let's go back, uh let's go back to the crib, right? Because you sure. you are um you are a Chicago transplant. Yes. Right? And wouldn't you and, and we definitely want to uh Talk about them people as well. Wouldn't you say y'all are like a collective of, of Chicago transplants? Yes, yes, yeah. Exactly. Are there any natives in, in them people? No. Okay, where? That's what I thought. No. So, uh, so finally, I'm not alone. Out here. <laughs> nah, nah that's, so, that we, so, we are, we are, uh, we were adopted by a, by, a by Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's beautiful. So uh, Philly, Philly was is the birthplace. Yes, uh, yes. The, uh, ask, ask your question about the uh, the, the the sound and in, in place. How does it how's it go? Oh, uh, snapshots and just asking. You already got. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> what are uh, what are a couple like specific spots or sounds and smells that like are home for you? Mm. And it doesn't have to be like touristy. Like right. for you, when you're thinking of the the neighborhood or whatever. Uh, I say it's a, it's always a, the the same urban description for me. Uh, I, I'll say uh, wet concrete. Um, you know, from uh, the fire hydrants being open, uh, uh, block parties for real. Um, I think Philly always had the lavish block parties. Um, Fillmore Park uh, was always juking, uh, always popping. Um, family, like for real, for real. Like I think um, I'm never really at. I, I I don't think I'm really at home anywhere. Mm. But um, not including Philly. But when I when I go back, the ability to go back and see my family, like. Um, I think I didn't have family for such a long time that now, like when I go back, like it's it's just a very warm feeling that I get every single time that I touch them. Uh, talk about the, you know you know what was going on in the house growing up. How, how was uh, the true. home environment? Yeah, um, crazy crazy part about it is I grew up in foster care. You know what I'm saying? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I grew up in foster care. Um, uh, and then so like you know it, it, we we bounced me and my my twin sisters Arifa and my uh, older sisters Akia we bounced around from house to house for a long time you know what I'm saying for it, probably since it's like I, I want to say since birth almost did you, you stay together saying? most of the time yes yes did? that was the last thing that's that amazing. my that was yeah. the last thing my mom asked that uh, all three of us stay together and specifically stay together because I had a twin sister and, I, and my older sister was with her so yeah, yeah. so we we stayed together and uh, I think my fondest memory of uh, of making music with them. We always were in choirs and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think, um, uh, and you're like, I'm not a singer guy. So <laughs> right, right. Exactly. I'm gonna I, drop these bars man. real quick when I get my solo. <laughs> man, I just like, man, I, I don't sing. I promise you. Uh, it's like, it's like, no, uh, I, I, I think, I think what happened was 
it's an insecurity thing that is built on on um, on kids, especially I would say in the foster care system. You know what I'm saying? Where they uh, they it's it's kind of like the world is against you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because like you know it because the it, system is set exactly, up against you. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we were a part of this agency that was just sus. Like you know what I'm saying? It was one of the it, it, that agency today is shut down. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But uh, like they literally aged kids out. Like they they waited till you were 17, and at that point turned everything off. Your government aid is gone. You can't do anything. Like you're out into the streets. So the only thing that's left for you now. You know what I'm saying? It's for you to get caught up in some dumb. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then the next thing you know, like they're they're wondering why you're then being and then, then being funneled and then into the prison you system. Up. Yeah. Bro. So it's it's just this it's so after a while, like you don't really see you. I always say this all the time. I never saw myself in my twenties. Like I never saw that person. So to be living in my twenties now, this is the most ridiculous to real. Wow, every every beautiful. morning, every that's morning beautiful. that I wake up, I'm like, damn, like you're a crazy. survivor. Yeah, yeah, like every single day, I still have friends who didn't make it out. I still have, you know, what I'm saying, I still have people that I talk to who are still being caught up in the system, like that were so drugged up, like you know, what I'm saying, and yeah. so messed up, like, and it's just like, I speak for them, man. That's 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 where my voice comes from. And the so. instability of those of that system. I mean, that's a huge yeah. part of it. And you know, it's a different era, but my grandma did that too. So she was all over the country in yeah. foster homes and stuff like that. Yeah. And she talks a lot, you know, some of it is a, that feeling of not having home. Right. Um, but then there's also just when you shape in shaping like your own sense of who you are. For sure. And thinking about the future, it's much harder to like imagine the future the way you're talking yeah. when like you don't know if in a month you're going to have to move to the other side of town or exactly. to another city or like where the, you know, where your next pair of shoes is going to, you know, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So how did the um at what point did you did you move and what point did you did you come here and, ha- so, and what brought that about? So uh so crazy plot twist, rent stone in the whole system. Um the, <laughs> the, the, the individual that I call my father, uh um Jeffrey Williams, this this guy is probably like an angel on earth, like the the re- like for real. Like you know what I'm saying? Shout like out the, Pops. Yeah, Pops is like I, I, I've never met a person like this in my life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Literally, like, wholesome. I can't find a thing wrong with him. I'm still currently looking. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still currently... He can't cook. That's what it is. Uh, I knew it was going to be cook. that. I was cook. about to say, he can't cook can at all. Cook? He can't cook at all. Like, it's terrible. There he doesn't is. even have seasoning in the house. It's okay, ridiculous. But my, my dad... Like, is he white? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no my, he just... I don't know where it comes from. His mom could cook. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody around him... That's probably cook. what it is. He, he got cooked for too much. Yeah, like, he just can't cook. So, but, like, nah, he uh took me in when I was 16. Uh, I was homeless. I was living in the shelter. And um, they were about to send me to a group home. And he he told me, he was like, yo, you have too much promise. You have a lot of things going on. Um, I want to see you go to college. I want to see you, like, you know, live your life out. It's a lot of things that you can get get done. And that was the first person to believe in me. You know what I'm saying? And so after that moment, life happened. You know what I'm saying? I, I went from being this homeless kid who was bouncing around in, in foster homes and stuff to that to, to then being a uh, a spoiled brat, you know wow. what I'm saying? Because he he literally, he wanted me to have a childhood. The thing that I've been deprived of, of all my life, like he wanted That's to beautiful. instill that. How, how, how did you, how did y'all like mean, how'd you have that trust, right? Because like, so he often was, kids in those predicaments are like, we're Trust, we yeah. That, I, right? I don't, I think we, I think the trusting came later on in life, you know what I'm saying? That's a long story. But uh, I think uh, he was my, uh, a teacher 
at one point. And then he, okay. and then it was uh, he was also a, a volunteer in Boys and Girls Clubs as well. Okay. Um, and he was also a social worker. So, like, okay. so he had all so he these, was doing the work. This dude yeah. actually it sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah, like you know what I'm saying. So he was he was doing so he, he had all of these characteristics. Um, and so after a while, he he found out about my home predicament that I was going through, and he kind of like took me under his wing, just like as a big brother, you know, mm-hmm. uh, thing. And I called him like my godfather for a long time. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, I don't think I called started calling him dad till I was like 17. Like, and I was just like, dog, like. I, I'm pretty sure this is what a dad is supposed to look like. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know what I'm saying? I yeah, think you've ahead. earned that yeah, title, bro. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? You my pop. Like, you know what I'm saying? I would never call anybody else that. Like, that's my dad, man. So. Uh, that's really beautiful. So, yeah. so, so then, so college is what? Right. College. Columbia. Columbia. Right? Okay. Yeah. So then I. So that's then where I, you met Boog, right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, right. me and Boog, Boog lived on the floor underneath me. I lived on the 18th floor. He lived on the 17th floor, which is crazy because we moved to 18th Street. I never put all these correlations. I was just thinking about that. Whatever. It's so crazy. It's so ridiculous. And eights have always been in I was in a loft and I lived in room 808. It's crazy. I feel like we're, uh, like, we're like four minutes away of doing, running the numbers until we get into like some like 5% or like, man, we'll crazy. turn the eight sideways <laughs> my, to infinity sign. My favorite Kanye <laughs> album is 808s and Heartbreaks. Uh, <laughs> the year that I moved into that loft was the year they dropped 808s and Heartbreak, which was crazy. Which was hap- actually 08. No, you see what I'm saying? No, that would have been. No, it was too much. But was it? Almost. No, it might have been 09. All right, that's too much. All right, All right. we'll Google that. Just, we'll, fact, we'll fact check that. No, we don't do facts here. You got to tweet the facts to us. <laughs> exactly. All right. So it dropped in 08. All right, <laughs> exactly. go ahead, go ahead. So, so, so the beginning of them people, that's yes, what we get yes. to. Yeah, so, so Boog, lived under, <laughs> Boog lived underneath me, um, um, on the floor underneath me. I lived on the top floor uh, of, of the UC uh, um, University Center. And then uh, literally Sean... My, my uh, Another one of my friends, uh, Joel Say, he, he moved here with me from... Philly, we both went to the same high school, and then he moved with me here. Uh, he went to he went to Columbia as well, but he lived in like a whole different dorm. But we all met in um in the calf in the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. We like I was in the calf, and I was in the calf, and I met Sean uh, Sean Alexander, who was uh, Sean Doe, and he was sitting up there. He was like, "Yo, like you look like you rap," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Who looks at somebody?" I was sitting there eating like <laughs> at a least burrito. You didn't get or something RV like this. I didn't. There we go. Sean, man, and you my why brother. You, that's why you messed with him. I got exactly. love. Exactly. I got love. That's why. I, once he said that, I was like, "What? Me? Yeah, I look like I rap. rap. Hell yeah, rap. I'm a rapper, bro." <laughs> and so, like, immediately after he said that, he was like, "Yo, my homie, I just met this homie named." Uh, uh, I think Boog was sitting at the table and Boog was like, I make beats. And I was like, damn, for real, bro? He's like, yeah, come to my room. I'm about to play. I can play some beats for you. In my mind, Boog is uh, beating on the table going. <laughs> <laughs> Boog was the coolest cat alive, I dog. Can you, yeah, can we, Boog was the coolest. Ass bro, ass. like <laughs> anything that you ask, Boog could probably do, bro. And so like when I went up to his room and like literally, this is I'm gonna paint the picture for you. Exactly. I walk inside the room. Uh, I came later. I came later to the room. So Boog was already in there. I, I hear music playing from outside of the room. I open the door. It's about four girls in there just dancing. You know what I'm saying? To Boog's <laughs> to beats. beats. Wow. To Boog's beats. Oh, and Boog's man. standing That's up. Legendary. Looking at me dead in my <laughs> eyes like, yo, you like this? Like I'm like, yo, this is crazy. <laughs> when, when we make the biopic, this is going to be incredible. Man, it has, to be, it has to be that part. Like that's. I, I feel like that's the part in the Facebook movie when they were writing code. Yeah. In the dorm rooms, like that's that's that's, a, that's and that's why music is more fun than tech. It is way more. Like you know what I'm saying. So it was that was dope. Like and and I think that's what started like the the friendship and started their relationship as far as like making music. Because after that, it was just so easy to make music with them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because then, then y'all became like a real like living collective, right? Yes. Like, y'all, yeah. Y'all, like y'all we went together everywhere and, together. And, like, and and y'all 
y'all's studio was at the crib. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So anybody who came, anybody who came to the studio, like you know, what I'm saying whether it was on State Street, whether it was the loft on 18th, whether it was in Bridgeport, whether it was, uh, and yeah, it was a bunch of cribs. Like you know, what I'm saying yeah, like Presidential at. Towers. It was always our home. It was always book spot. Like you know, what I'm saying, <laughs> and I think that was where it originally came from. Like everybody was like, "Yo, we going to books." Like you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. Book, Book, you know, he was an engineer. He was the, you know, the lead. But he, he was, he was doing. Uh, He's the RZA of it. You see what I'm saying? So like after <laughs> after a while, it just became to the point of like, why well, we going to Book's crib? Like you know what I'm saying? And then after a while, it was like, no, nah, we going to them people spot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. And I think that y'all, you know, we spent a lot of time talking about how the community of artists here works in the city, and I think what y'all do is a perfect example of like genuine coming together and just making yeah. things together and seeing what happens and. It's fun to watch uh, the different spaces that these sounds go. And, like, you know, you're on tour with Mick. You know, mm-hmm. you look at some, you know, some of the placements that Boog's done, mm-hmm. some of the stuff that we, you know, when we talk to Via, there's so much cool, you know, the, the, the tentacles spread out, but it starts yeah. from, you know, the cafeteria and then the dorm. You yeah. know, it, yeah. that's, that's the way this city is working right now. That's where all this excitement comes from, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, I think I, th- I think the the dopest part about it is like if you look around, you can anybody that has has done some amazing things in uh, the city of Chicago as far as music goes, like them people had a hand yeah. somewhere. You I, know I, what I'm I, I always I love the name. Yeah, you know what I'm it got it got it has a lot of them weight, people. a lot of That's meaning to it. There's yeah. a lot of like usage of that, just like For conversationally, sure. them people. Exactly. Where did where did that come from? Who where did that? That was Mike. Ball? That was Mike Anthony. Okay. Right. Yeah. That's we're, that's all him. Most of the genius moments that you see us have, that's him. Like, is, you know is that like, is, so then he's the jizza of it. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it right. uh is it is it just a cool name or is it like some more significant? Uh, yeah. It feels like that. It, a, there, there's more to it. I, I would probably let one of them explain it a little bit better. We'll get one of them up here. Yeah, 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 for sure. All right, well, that was that was like love and hunky dory, right? Mm-hmm. But like up here, <laughs> the man said hunky dory. Up here, uh, we you know we we ain't fall that peachy you know stuff down here. Ergo, we we get gully, um, gully, and we're about that action. Um, so sure. so what that means is you know we we, we for the conflict. We got a, a, a ever running beef with the FCC up here. True, but uh, but every week we feel like we are trying to do a service to the community mm-hmm. uh, because a part. Of our culture is going unchecked, <laughs> <laughs> and it has gone unchecked for decades now, and they've run a buck, right? <laughs> so every week we have our guest uh, start beef with our R and B singer. Crazy, man. Uh, these R and B singers now, is crazy. And now you know we we talked so long about about your uh, conflict of being associated with them. So right. I feel it's it's more interesting coming from you yeah. of any era, right? So we could go all the way back to like Motown R and B up until like whatever came out. Last week, mm-hmm. we got to start beef with an R and B singer, and, and 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 there's no way around it, man. You got to do it. I would start beef with um, Rick James, man. Whoa, yeah, super freak, what? Super freak, man. Yeah, oh, man. Rick, I'm, I'm Rick, I'm at your head. Man. Oh, I'm we at gotta, your head. Rick. What, what's up? What's up? That's the homie. What's up? What's Rick, Rick James. I feel like talk about it. I feel like Rick James. Are you a Charlie Murphy fan? Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And that's, I, that's fair. That's the only. Yeah. Them. The only think, reasonable I, explanation for this beef. I yeah. think that Rick 
constantly was disrespecting people. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel he like was he was an habitual line yes. stepper. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> an habitual line stepper. And I feel like constantly in all of these moments, man, we just let Rick go by. Yeah, we did. Let he was the coolest dude in the yeah, room. Yeah, and it's just like, man, no, man, fuck me. Like, oh, man. Like, it's not going to happen, man. So. Yeah. Word. That's the role that beef serves. <laughs> you check people. You know what I'm saying? It's all you, about man. accountability. Yeah. We are about accountability here. Ergo. So. I'm looking up at the clock and it's broken, so I shouldn't do that no more. Uh, but we have phones and computers, uh, so that was that was <laughs> one of our weekly segments. Uh, but I, I think the fan favorite, and by fan I mean me, uh, of of the show is, is a segment we call uh, "Let Me School You, Young." Okay. Right. So we 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 focus on strong young voices here at Ergo. So it's a very youth centered show. Mm. Uh, so we would love to impart knowledge and okay. culture. Okay. On not only our guests, but also our listeners. For you sure. Know? So you have an opportunity to do one or two things. Okay. You can, one, either school the youngins, mm-hmm. or you yourself can be the youngin that gets schooled. I want to be the youngin, man. I, so, it, But that is on you. That is completely on you. So we play a game where we play an old school track. Okay. And we don't tell you who it is and mm-hmm. the name of the song. And okay. if you can get both of those, you can then school the youngins. Mm-hmm. And if not... And you will have to be the youngin that gets school. So I, I have faith for you with this one. Right, this one I feel it. like is gonna be easy for you. I feel like you probably have done some research and you probably <laughs> you probably know. So yeah, this is Ergo Radio. Let me school you, youngin. Welcome back to Ergo. Let's see if the mind qualifies to win something. Damon, what would he qualify to win? So if you got it, right, you enter to win. You are then qualified, potentially to win, a month's supply of T.D. Jake's new inspirational <laughs> cocoa butter line. Dang. You know how I he gets that shine? butter, bro. It's, 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 not, it's, it's anointed cocoa butter. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not your everyday Sanctified cocoa. cocoa <laughs> it gets your whole relationship right. You'll know how to oh treat your God. women like queens if you, if you win this. So you, you were singing the lyrics. You were singing the lyrics. You take a shot. You think you know who it is? Also, you can never say you're not a singer again because you were singing the lyrics. <laughs> oh, I'm not a singer. Uh, <laughs> uh, I want to say... 
name of the song is Before I Let Go. All right, all right, all right, all right. Halfway there. The artist. Uh, <clears throat> the artist. <clears throat> the artist that sings that uh, su- such song. Uh, <laughs> Do you want a hint? No, no, he'll get the hint. No, no, no. You give a hint? There's three names. Like three oh, people's man. names in the name. Oh, man. Oh, man. He did you a great favorite. Oh, man. He's, he's, he's destroying the integrity of the game right now with that. Oh, one. man, not oh, again. <laughs> I'm lost, man. You lost? Oh, I lost it, come man. on, man. I you don't know it, Frankie Beverly and Maze. Oh, Yeah, boy. Oh, come on, man. How you yo? Oh, I'm calling Pops. I'm sure Pops was a, was yeah. a Frankie Beverly fan. I'm man. not mad. I'm just, just disappointed. <laughs> I'm, I'm so disappointed in myself, man. I knew that. It was on it. When you first played this song, you, I was like yeah, on it. I was yeah. like, what? Yeah, I've been saying Frank this entire time. I was like, what? Then instantly, as soon as the song kept playing, I was like, I'm, no, I'm losing. No, 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 please don't go nowhere. Oh, man. So now it's gone. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry you missed out on that anointed cocoa butter. Oh, but man. I wanted the cocoa butter. We, we have time to, for you to redeem yourself. Sure. Uh, we got about three three minutes before we got to get out of here. So for we sure. always like to end and bless bless our listeners with an aren't air performer. So you, you think you got something for us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bet, I, can bet. Y'all, I can get y'all something. Just go? I'm on? All right. Yeah. Um, See, I was told only the good die young. Probably why I think this shit mediocre. Changing the sofa. Change more over is what we all want. My forefront is colder than the winter. I came out of center, so of course I'm just out here sinning. Got a high hand, but I really somewhere just out here chilling. Built the foundation just to burn down the building. Self-hate made me do it. Self-love made me a nudist. Selfishness I hurt. Birth's opportunist. Fuck it. Gamble if you got it. You a prophet, I see the goddess, son. God's inside solar flares on the rising one. On the horizon of thought, distant dreams, the baby. Tossed to the streams, the made of ocean. I'm taught of tossing quarters in, wishing, hoping to dip my toes in the sand. Ankle submerged, I'm like, doing what I can to get my calves under. Stare out to the never-ending vast. I've been through too damn much, I can't keep reliving the past, boy. Hey, yeah, he yeah. told y'all he wasn't a singer. He told y'all he had boss. I'm not a singer. I thought he was flexing. <laughs> That was actually really fire, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you, so, thank so you. So that was pretty much the time we have here, man. We about to go to the Lighthouse and eat up. Yeah, yeah. Said, courtesy of Ergo, courtesy of the Lighthouse. Hey, it's lit. But let people know where they can find you if they don't know. Uh, everything is the Mind Music. Everything you can find me on the Mind Music everywhere. Mind Music on Twitter, Mind Music on the the Mind Music. I was saying that overseas and they kept on saying, thinking I was saying the Mind with uh, D-A. No, T-H-E. No, you spell it correct. Exactly. <laughs> you spell it right, young man. Uh, the Mind Music uh, and the Mind Music on SoundCloud. Where, where? Everybody look out for Summer Camp. Follow yes, Ergo Radio on all the platforms. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Much love. We gon' go if you can't go home. Halfway around the world.